Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Jelanić. Welcome everybody to The Pleasure Zone, where tonight we're gonna be having the beginner's guide to anal. Fair warning, I'm telling you up front, we're talking about anal. That has a lot of people want to run and hide and scream and cry. That's okay. What, what did I just flick on the screen? Well, if you're watching video, you'll see that randomly, I don't know, let's put that down for a second. I was randomly flicking an anal plug into the view. So there you go. Well, that was fun and pleasant. So we're going to, I'll show you that later on. I'm not going to show you how to use it on me on here. I'll give you a little, with my hands, I'll explain it, but I'm not going to be putting it in my body on this video. All right, cool. So why would I be talking about anal? Well, for one thing, this may come as a surprise to all of you. We all have anuses. What? Every, every one of us has an anus. There may be a few people on the planet who have not got an anus anymore. Maybe there's been a, maybe there's been some kind of issues going on um, with the anus and you might not have that anymore. So we're, we're gonna talk a little bit about that as well. And there's lots we're gonna talk about and why on earth would I talk about these things like, who am I to say this stuff? So if you're brand new to the show, and some of you might be, you're in for a delightful event tonight. This show is always entertaining. And also, if you do like this show, know that there are over 330 shows that you can catch in podcast form on the Pleasure Zone through Inspired Choices Network and many, many other different platforms. And one of the reasons why I love talking about different things related to sex and pleasure is because it's something that has intrigued me my whole life. I have educated myself in different ways through different courses. And it's been the one thing that's been like consistent throughout my life. From the time I was like 12, listening to Sex with Sue on Sunday nights in Canada to learning about sex in university and the history of sexuality to learning about so many other things. I never really, I think, wanted to admit to myself until I was in my 30s how intrigued I am with sex and pleasure in bodies. I just thought that was something that I just did as a sideline of interest, but truly my interest and all of the research I've done over the years has created me a bit of an expert in this area. And so I love sharing some like truly basic anatomical things about sex. I love sharing historical things about sex, sociological, uh, even religious sometimes we go into those areas. And all of this is stuff that I've gathered knowledge for years and years and years on. So what I do in my regular life is I coach people 
in sex and intimacy. I also coach people for their health and I work with them in many different modalities to allow their bodies to have more ease. So to me, everything I offer is pleasure related because if you're not in pain, you might actually have more pleasure in your life. Now there's a concept, right? And I was recently speaking with somebody who was like, well, I don't really know who I am and what I do. I'm like, let me give you a sense of like how I've described myself. Everything I do is under the umbrella of pleasure. And everything, including the body work I do, the energy work I do, and the different um, healing instruments that I use, all of them are to create more ease in your body, which lends to having more pleasure of embodiment. If you feel good, you can actually experience more and more pleasure, right? So everything I do is under the umbrella of pleasure, where some people are like, everything I do is the umbrella of health, or everything I do is the umbrella of war, or whatever it happens to be. We usually will find that there is a sort of overlying energy of who we are and what we bring to the world. And that is what I bring is um, the many different ways to have pleasure in your life. And if that sounds intriguing to you, you're like, hey, she does this and this and this, feel free to contact me. If you're like curious about the work I offer and you'd like to work with me, it actually doesn't matter where you are in the world. You can work with me wherever you are. That's the kind of work I do. So there you go. And what, what, what are we talking about today? We're talking about anal sex. And not only would I, I would like to share information on this, I know I've done a few shows on this, but I think there's never enough shows about anal sex. And that's the truth. And I say that with a little smirk and a little laugh because there really isn't. One of the fun things to me is always, there's always more information. And maybe the last episode I did, it wasn't as fun as this one, or maybe it was more fun, or I don't know, listen to all of them. If you're into anal, if you want to learn about it, I know on the last episode, we went from like zero to hero on anal, we went from like, how to get a finger into fisting, like we went hardcore. And this one is all like basic, basic tools for getting into anal, maybe even introducing it in your relationship, if it's something that's kind of been lingering in the back of your mind and you're like but I really want to try this and I just don't know how to bring it up in the world well this is this is a little way and a little how we can actually have these conversations so that's what we're going to do today so one of the things is to first know that yes as far as I know every one of us has an anus unless yours has been removed or there has been the the chances of you not being born with an anus is very very low um, and if you have been, so, sorry, I'm being a jerk about it. Um, there are, I'm sure, some people who have been, um, had some something going on um, genetically that created you to not have an anus. So I don't want to exclude you from this show. Um, relatively, the show is about people who have anuses, which is a majority of the population. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. What are they? Why would we want to put anything into them? Why stimulate them? Aren't they disgusting? Isn't that where poop comes out of? Like, who would do that? Like, ugh, you're gross. And these are all points of view that I have heard time and time and time again, time and time and time again. And as my my hero, Sue, Sue Johansson with, on Sex with Sunday Night Sex Show with Sue used to say, she used to talk about anal a lot, which well, I was like 12 or 13 listening to her. And I was like, wow, she's fascinating. And she gave great, great detail on how to, to gift anal. 
And it really came down to, and these were some, some tips that I've remembered from Sue, get the area clean. She often would talk about possible enemas, but not having to do them. Get the area clean, have a conversation for sure. See if your partner would like this, stimulate the area and then go for it. But she also was um, very cautious and there's good reason for it because tissues in the rectum and in the anal sphincter in the, that whole area are very prone to having cuts and things which can lead to infections. So there was good reason why, and especially when I was listening to her in the eighties, this was the rise of, of uh, AIDS was going on. There was a huge belief at the time that um, AIDS was a gay related disease and there was all this shame and there was so much shame around anal sex and like those things that you could get from it. So why would we, you know, we still kind of have this in us somewhere culturally that somewhere it could be a little bad and a little dangerous. And not only that, when you look at things um, in from the Christian uh, religious text, the Bible, they talk about Sodom and Gomorrah and Sodom was where people were having anal sex. Thus, the word sodomy came from there. When we look at different um, cultures, I'll mostly refer to European cultures in this show because that's where my education is uh, rooted in the history of a lot of European cultures. So for example, um, Greek cultures, it was very common to have anal sex. So we have a history of anal sex that's actually been written about for thousands of years. This is not new. We've probably been having anal sex for as long as bodies have been on this planet. We just don't necessarily have evidence of it. At some point in, um, in history, mostly because of beliefs that wasting sperm was a really bad thing and kind of bad, evil and wrong. Anal sex became quite wrong because if you weren't gonna procreate, if you weren't gonna have a baby, both masturbation and anal sex were very wrong. So any way that you were wasting your sperm was wrong. And it also wasn't necessarily regarded as an act that a man and a woman would do together. And that was a very heteronormative sort of society in general. And then we have, we start to look at different cultures where uh, homosexual activity was more, um, it wasn't so much on the fringe, but it was, it was in a way where it was more for different specific parts of the culture where anal sex and oral sex, definitely the Spartan men were doing this. Um, made them better warriors. If you could have the seed of great warriors in your body, you would become stronger. I don't know exactly where that quote came from, but it came from a book that I read years ago. And there, there was written somewhere that that was part of the beliefs of the Spartans that you want to actually have these encounters, young men with older Spartan men having anal sex or oral sex with them would be one of the ways that you could gain strength. So that's kind of a fun aspect of it when we look at it. And I bet you that they were not the only ones who believe that, right? So there is also a history of where, where it was made very wrong for men to be doing this. And we can also look at things like sailors throughout history who 
you're on a ship with a bunch of men for a bunch of men hanging out with a bunch of men. And we have a lot of um, areas in society where that's been going on for thousands of years, whether it's sailors in the Navy, whether you've got men in the army, whether you've got boarding schools with young boys in them, people get curious, their bodies get curious. And how many young boys or men who have been isolated for a very long time are going to be curious enough to start sticking their penises everywhere and anywhere just to test it out. So this has been going on for quite a while. And a lot of times there weren't a lot of women on those ships or in, well, sometimes they would have women on those ships um, to provide services for the men, but not always. And in the boarding schools, they did not exist. So we're looking at something that's kind of been put into a culture and then made very wrong, even though the situations kind of lent to making it very easy to, to have anal sex, but at the same time, the situations made these things very inappropriate and very wrong. So they were hidden. And then when they started to come to light, people were made incredibly wrong for it. And in fact, people were being taken out of, you know, especially in the US, men were being taken out of the army and the Navy and the different, um, uh, different kinds of military things because they were having homosexual activity anal sex, oral sex, whichever it was, that was going to get them kicked out, right? So there's, there, I believe now the law changed and, uh, but who knows how open that really is. So everything that would identify you as wasting sperm is so wrong. Is that true? Okay, let's just look at how many thousands of years we've actually believed that to be true, how ingrained it is in our belief system, even if we don't fully agree with it now, even if you have like a little speck inside of you that's like, ah, such a waste of sperm, we should be making babies with those things. And it's only like 1% of you. Can we just start to let that go? Because until we get that, this can actually just be for pleasure and it doesn't have to be for procreation. We're going to keep judging it as wrong and bad. We're going to judge it for wrong and bad for other reasons too, probably because we think it's dirty and et cetera, et cetera. So many reasons. So part of this is to let you know that you're not alone and you're thinking that something about this might be a little weird. And what I'd like to get you to by the end of the show is anywhere where you've really thought that this was kind of gross and disgusting to get your mind opened. Not that I'm telling you to go out and have anal sex, but to not judge it as so freaking bad. Because what if it isn't? What if it's a great source of pleasure? That might be a little mind twister for you. So I'd like to know, what are your thoughts on anal sex? Are you interested in it? Have you had it? Are you curious about it? Are you looking to try and have it, but you're kind of shy, not really sure how to approach the subject, not really sure even what to do? Like, how do you even start? Is it like every other kind of insertion of body part into body part? How do you start this even? We're going to get to that. So I'd like you to stay tuned. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back with the Beginner's Guide to Anal Sex. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, 
you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly, other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email. Info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight we're talking about the beginner's guide to anal. So this is truly for beginners. If you've already had anal sex and you just love listening to somebody talk about it, well, welcome. Listen in. Take off your pants and start feeling yourself up because this might be fun. If this is a show that you like to just play with yourself too, I am so pleased with myself for doing my job. Thank you. And um, if after the show you're like, oh, I feel a little more educated, fantastic, then I really feel like I've done my job. So we have been talking about a little bit of the historical background, mostly from a Western European perspective, as that's where my education kind of um, about the history of sex life come from. Although I'm totally interested to hear what you know about cultures from other places in the world and what their perspectives on anal sex are. It is, I'm sure there's a cross section of, and, and if we look at different areas of the world, I'm sure there are areas where anal sex was completely acceptable. And I'd love to hear about that. So do you know about that? Um, what is, what's the culture that you come from say about anal sex? I'd love to know. And let me know, send me a message. I'm curious. I'd love to have a show that is all about anal sex around the world and what people have to say about it. So I'd like to hear from the people themselves. I could Google this stuff, but hearing it from the people is far more interesting to me. So contact me, let me know. So uh, one of the, the first things when we're talking about anal sex is I'd like you to know one thing, first of all, about an anus. Anuses have muscles that are meant to push things out. Yes, that is one of the ways and the directions that an anus functions. So the, the muscles are designed to push out, thus we poop. And the natural instinct for a body, whenever you're about to penetrate an anus, the natural instinct of a body is to actually push out. So what do you do? Well, some people like to just get aggressive and get in there and just push it out. And then guess what? It's a shit show. 
literally it's going to get messy and it's going to get ugly pretty fast. So what are you going to do? You got to have some patience. One of the things with anal sex is you got to know that because the anus pushes out, you got to have some patience. So there's a bit of a rule of thumb, we'll call it, is that when approaching an anus, you can either you stick one finger in. And if you're like, oh, God, that's disgusting. You can use anal condom. You can, yes, anal condom. Sorry, not anal condoms. You can use finger condoms. You can put a finger condom on and you need to lube it. So why do you lube it? Because another thing to know about anuses is they do not produce lubrication. Sometimes there is like this mucus that can come out. It's not the same as vaginal lubrication. It's, and it's not gonna be abundant the way that uh, vaginal lubrication is, can like reproduce itself with flexing and the body is healthy. It can keep creating more and more lubricant. And if your hormones are in balance, however, an anus doesn't do that. So you're going to need lube. And no, not Vaseline, people, because Vaseline can actually create some issues. It can create issues in condoms. It can start to degrade them. So that's not your best friend. You're going to want to look for a good quality lube that has a high like viscosity. And some of them, some lubes will have more of a silicone base. Some will have a more of a watery base and by all means test them out. Do not use flavored lubes internally on an anus. Why? You have a microbiome in your body and even your anus is part of the microbiome. So you don't want to be sticking things in there that are going to change the pH level or kill any bacteria in your in your body. You don't want to do that with vaginas either. So nothing flavored in the anus. Although you hear lots of rumors about people sticking Mars bars in there and Twix and whatever. That's a whole other level of play that we're not getting into tonight. And also because I do work with people on health, it's not one that I highly recommend because it can lead to infections. So we're gonna stick to some pretty basic things. What is an anus? Well, it's got, you got some basically two main muscles in an anus and in an, in a, in your anal, like your anal sphincter. You've got a load of nerve endings. I have yet to find, um, they just say it's packed with nerve endings. I don't know if they've actually determined how many nerve endings there are in an anus, but there are several, uh, I would say probably several hundred because the clitoris has 8,000 and some of those are gonna be cross wiring each other. Not, it's lack of better explanation. They're gonna, they're gonna interact. So you've got two muscles packed with nerves and the muscles push out, they flex out. So their natural inclination is to push things out and that doesn't create lube. What are we gonna do? How do we stimulate this? How do we know if an anus would like to be stimulated? One, how do we know if the person's okay with it? How do we stimulate it? Where do we go from there? What do we do? So number one, how do you know if a person's okay with it? Something called communication. What? Yep. And this is something that I communicate regularly with my husband who has zero interest in me sticking my finger in his ass, by the way. However, I will randomly just bring it up just to see if and when he'll say, yes, yes, darling. So all references to anything I talk about anal 
are not actually things that are um, things I've done with my husband in this show. So just say, so, just so you know, because he would be like, that wasn't me. I'm like, no, honey, that was years ago. No worries. <laughs> so so um, anuses, why do we love them? Well, they're incredibly, because of the nerves, incredibly erogenous. Yeah, why? And for men, you've got a prostate hidden in that magical zone. That's even better. And for ladies, I don't know if you know this, but if you have anal sex in certain directions, you can actually stimulate the G-spot. What? Yes, you can. So on certain angles of penetrating from behind, like if you're doing doggy style, you can be uh, a penis can be penetrating in such a direction that will actually get to um, push on that inside of the vagina. And it's kind of an experience that's very cool and feels really quite incredible. So yes, you can actually have orgasms from anal sex. You can. It's going to not be exactly the same. And if you're willing to explore what is an or orgasm, anyway, orgasm is really like the rising energy, but you can also climax from this how and why. Well, and dare you to test it out. When your body becomes open to having climaxes from anything, including sniffing flowers, this becomes quite, um, becomes quite easeful and pleasurable. So we've got an anus. It pushes things out. It's got muscles, it's got nerves, and it doesn't lubricate itself. So A number one, what are you going to do? We're going to clean up the area. We're going to get it clean, washing it with soap and water. And again, anything in the genital area is good to wash with unscented soap. And you're probably like, well, unscented soap, well, that's not going to smell very good. Well, if you clean it, it will. You can also soak in salt. If you really are uncomfortable with the smell of your body, just practice being around your own body yourself naked and smelling your own body before you go and put your body parts on somebody's nose to have them sniff them. Otherwise, you'll feel like a little awkward. But if you know that you feel okay with the way your body smells, it won't be so awkward for you. So get familiar with your body and your body smell. And yes, there may be pheromones going on down there. It's a fairly packed um, pheromone area. So yes, you may find some pheromones going on down there. And you've got some people too, men sometimes will have hair around their um, anal sphincter. So you can shave if you want, or you can have different hair removal systems going if that makes you more comfortable. It's not a must. Just like I said earlier, it's not a must to have an enema before either. If you, um, I mean, it's cool to evacuate your bowels beforehand because it's less chance of a mess. You don't have to irrigate them though necessarily because sometimes irrigating them can, it can be um, intense for some bodies. So definitely check your body if it wants to have an irrigation done first, like an enema. And if it doesn't, just giant void your bowels and see how that goes. And once you've done that, you cleaned it up, you're gonna get ready to actually start to receive in your body. Now, when your body gets really, really turned on anyway, from what? Oh, foreplay. Oh, what, we can't just jump right into the anus? Yeah, foreplay is really, really helpful 
in stimulating bodies to prepare for all kinds of sex, whether it's oral or um, yes, even oral sex, even though that you might think that's foreplay, it can be full play. I just made that up, full play. I like that. So it can be full play. And if it is your full play, then some other stimulation of other areas, like some, some nipple stimulation, some kissing, some all kinds of things can be really great for this as well. Because we're talking about beginner anal here, I'm not going to get too much into the kink zone. This is really like for, this is a really beginner style of, of anal, right? So we're going to get our bodies prepped, stimulated, turned on. And once your body is so turned on that it's like, it just wants things put everywhere because that happens. Once you're super, super charged, super turned on, your body will start to relax. I know it sounds backwards, but when your body is truly turned on, there is a feeling of like relaxation and receiving at the same time. I guess that most people's experience is that your body gets so turned on that it feels like it's condensing and pressured and really wants to like get the pressure out. So I invite you in that moment to notice that pressure and just breathe into your body and just ask your body to receive more of that pleasure and more of that pleasure and more of it and more of it and more of it and more of it and and just let your body expand so that it's relaxing into pleasure. And so once you've relaxed into pleasure, your body will start to relax and be fully stimulated and turned on at the same time which may sound contradictory or counterintuitive, however, totally valid method. So having your body relax into that will also have your anus relax a bit. And once your anus is relaxed, it's not going to have as much desire to push, push, push out. And once you can get into that zone where the body is relaxed, you can start to approach that anus. Remember, if If you don't want to stick your finger in, which is totally cool because sometimes you might have um, fingernails and your fingernails are are maybe too long. Even um, my fingernails, which are very short, can be too long because they might have sharp edges. There might be a little snag and you definitely don't want to put that into an anus because it can be incredibly harmful. So um, you can use a finger condoms for sure. You can manicure your fingernails down so that they're ready to insert. So these are all good things for the gifter to know. Get those fingers manicured and have clean fingers when you do this too, because you don't need to be putting bacteria into an anus. Even if you think it's dirty, you don't want to do that. And anal sex, and I'll say this like I've said it a million times before, If you're going to have sex in all your orifices, this is your order. Mouth, vagina, anus. The anus goes last. You don't want to stick an appendage like a finger or a penis from the vagina in from the from the anus into the vagina. If you're sticking that from if you're sticking a penis or an appendage or even a toy from the anus into the vagina, you can cause a lot of infection. So let's not do that. So we're gonna get ready and you're gonna get set, get your fingernails cut 
get them all nicely manicured during this next commercial break. Get your hands clean, get that body prepped and ready. And we're going to enter the anal zone right after this commercial. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzajelenic.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Well, welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. And my request for more information came through already, which was cool. So one of my good friends and my Bible referencer, because he studied the Bible and he was actually going to become a preacher. He, uh, my friend Jonathan, actually just sent me this note, which I love uh, his information. He always gives me great information and ideas for shows as well. And he said that the earliest uh, anal sex reference in the Bible is referenced as early as Noah. And the first thing that Noah did after the flood was build a winery. Noah got drunk and passed out and one of his sons came upon him. Things got funky, as he says, and the next morning Noah woke with a great pain. Well, there we have it from the person who's read the Bible and has it literally memorized. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> so who knew? I, I knew about the Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah reference, but I did not know about Noah and his son. So 
yes, well, keeping it in the family there too, which is, you know, that's just all there. You got it. And so right before that, I just had to share that while I remembered we were, uh, as we were coming into break, we were about to approach the anus. We were about to get in there and dive in. No, we weren't. We weren't going to dive in. We we're going to approach it with care. We were going to approach it with kindness and patience. That's what we're approaching it with. So you got your hands cleaned, you've got your anus cleaned, you've evacuated your bowels, everything's hunky-dory. There might be finger condoms involved. There might be um, toys involved. So sometimes, you know, you don't want to use a finger, you don't want to use a penis. Well, there's toys out there. You can definitely get things like butt plugs and vibrators. So if you're watching the video, I have what is the equivalent of like anal beads. Um, the newer version of anal beads is anal beads from the 80s and 90s and early 2000s actually had strings on them. And the strings, when they would insert into the body, you could pretty much use your anal beads once or twice because there was no really good way of trying to clean off those strings um, and make it hygienic. So the current ones, especially made of silicone, are fantastic. They're really washable. The material isn't porous, where some of the jelly materials are very porous and they hold not only smell, but they hold bacteria. So um, you'll see behind me, if you're on video, that there is a jelly-like material on a vibrator that those hold bacteria far more. Um, you can spray them with cleaners for sure. However, the porous material is more porous. So I highly recommend silicone, silicone toys. They are um, much easier to use. Um, you just, you can also cover these in condoms if you like to try and keep them cleaner even for sure. That's another option. When you do use a condom, you're going to want to secure it to the toy so you don't lose the condom in the anus because remember the anus will also um, as much as it pushes out there is this also strange tendency for it to suck things back um, in so there is a, a kind of um, interesting draw it's almost like a vacuum effect that's why you'll find that a lot of toys have um, that are made for that are anal toys will have uh, like a hook or a holder at the base of it so that you have something to grasp onto. So you could pull it out easier. And um, it's always key to look for those in a toy. If you're using a regular vibrator, that's say like a few inches, like a smaller vibrator, you could lose that up in your anus. And I think there, there's, um, I was watching Scrubs lately, like re-watching Scrubs on a Disney Channel. And there was an episode where they had like the anus box of things that got lost in people's anuses. And so many things get lost in people's anuses. I just thought it was great that they actually had that on the show. And um, so they get lost. So we want to make sure you can retrieve anything that you're putting in your anus. Make sure it's retrievable. And things that you think might be fun like cucumbers they might be retrievable because of their length but they can also snap and you might lose part of the cucumber in there and you don't want to have something rotting like composting in your anus yes you might evacuate it later with a bowel movement but you might not so best bet is to get things that you can retrieve out of your anus if you're going to stick something in make sure you can get it out I highly recommend if you're going to start this process to start with something like a smaller toy. And there are some really small toys on the market. You'll find that there are also really large toys, really large butt plugs that are like 
about the size of my head. You can find them that big and you can find them, you know, where they're about the size of my finger, right? So you, you have a lot of options out there. So we're going to approach the anus. We're going to get everything clean. You have lube, right? So your lube is going to be one that has more of a, um, more viscosity to it. It's more, a little bit more slippery, a little bit more thick and use one that works for you. There are lots out there. If your body doesn't have a really hard, easy time relaxing, you can also get a product called booty ease. Um, my, through the company that I have products from, you can connect with me if you're interested in getting booty ease and I can, I can hook you up with that. Um, it, it actually is kind of gives a bit of a numbing sensation. So if you're afraid of that, if you're afraid of pain, there are numbers, there are different uh, numbing gels out there that you can use. Now you don't want to use too much of them because they can get, you know, they can get very, you can get to the point where you're feeling nothing. Like you don't want to use a numbing agent every day, just like you wouldn't use a numbing agent in your body every day. So we have a question in here. Um, can the anus get stretched out? Well, the anus can stretch pretty far. So you don't want to do that all at once though. You want to build it up. If you are, if you are somebody who's really into having larger objects in the anus, you can absolutely build up to that. You need to start small. So you start with like one finger, right? And all those things that I mentioned before to make sure the finger is safe. Then you approach the anus and you let your finger sit about to the first knuckle for 30 seconds to two minutes until you notice the person's body totally relax if they're not completely relaxed yet. And you wait and you can stimulate other parts of the body while your finger is there and waiting. You know, you can stimulate the genitals, you can stimulate the nipples, the body, you can just lick the body, you can have fun and you just wait. And then the body starts to relax. And then you can go in a little bit more and then the body will relax. So you'll have your finger in pretty much full depth and the body can start to relax and relax. And then you're just gonna slightly move back and forth. For men, you can rotate your finger up and then within about, uh, it's about an inch and a half, two inches. You, there's a different sensation on the inside. When you touch it, you can actually feel an area that, and it'll feel different than the rest of the inside, which is you're gonna feel the prostate. So you're gonna feel around for the prostate and you can stimulate it. You can do like um, circular motions, you can do, and everybody's different. So there's a, this is the way to do it. So ask your lover, um, and that's the person you're having sex with at the time, that's your lover. Uh, ask your lover if they like this or what they would like, or if they would like stimulation in another way. And if you've made it this far, you're probably having good conversation anyway. So you can just ask about that and if they like it. And some people just want the finger there just as a presence. It can actually open up a lot of energy. It can actually open up people's worlds and it can help them get rid of a lot of self-judgment and self-criticism and um, a lot of crap that we just hold on to that we make ourselves really wrong for strangely can be released by having a little anal sex. So put that finger in there and just wait and see what happens. Then after you've stimulated with one finger, you can slip in number two and we wait for about 30 seconds until the body adjusts to that. And then you go for number three 
And then if you want to really go hardcore, you go for number four and you can begin to fist. Now, if your fingernails are long, you want to tuck them in, but you can also put a condom on your hand and then you can fist, right? You can actually fist pretty deep in most bodies. You can fist past your, um, your ankle if you want to. Your ankle, not your ankle, your wrist. Oh my God, that was funny. <laughs> that I had to laugh at myself. Fisting past your ankle is freaking hardcore. You're diving right in full body. You're not, you're going past your wrist. <laughs> so past the wrist. Um, and the body will start to open. Now, people who have had a lot of stimulation like this, they're, there's like porn out there that you can see where um, people are, have a lot of, uh, have had a lot of anal stimulation where the, once the anus is open, it, it can kind of remain open for a little bit and it doesn't stay that way. However, um, it's good to, you know, keep making sure that you're flexing those muscles because there's always been rumors that you can lose control over your, your anal sphincter muscle. I personally don't know anybody who has lost control over that. And I have, um, you know, friends of my mom who are, who have been actively um, having anal sex probably for over 50 years and they've not had that. So um, I don't know that that's truly an issue for people. Um, I do remember there being a lot of talk of that being an issue. So, but if you're keeping it healthy you're keep, and you're having bowel movements and that shouldn't actually come down to being an issue. So it's the kindness, the waiting, the patience is very helpful. So you're not damaging the muscles. You're not frying the nerves in there. And it can be highly, highly enjoyable. This is why we do it. It's all about the enjoyment. So we went from zero to hero a little bit on that one because the question was, can it like, can it be stretched and will it stay stretched? It will in time go back, um, should go back. Now, if it doesn't, that is something that would be a medical concern, but it should actually go back. It should contract. That's it's, that's um, the muscle has a natural tendency to contract back. So try that on for size. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone. We still have another segment left to go. So remember to stay tuned. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back with some more beginner's guide to anal sex. Are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza. Every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com now back to the program hi everyone welcome back to the pleasure zone my sweet sweet pleasure seekers 
hope I didn't scare you with that little conversation there about anal and going from like one finger to a full fist past the wrist. Wasn't meant to scare you. It was meant to give you a little education. But remember, remember, lube. Lube is highly, not just recommended, it's necessary. All right, now you know. And for example, if you do forget about the patience thing and you're just going for the gold and you're jumping at the person and they do poop on you, try not to make a big deal about it. It's just poop people, clean it up. So, and just know it's because you jumped in like a force to be reckoned with, which happens. And you don't need to be aggressive with an anus. You don't really need to be. It's, it's so highly sensitive. Um, for a beginner, you don't need to be aggressive, okay? You know, maybe if you've had a lot of experience and you and you kind of like been, you've been so stimulated that you're not really feeling much, you need a little bit more aggressive action, that's cool. Um, as a beginner, the chances are this experience will be highly intense. So very little stimulation is required very little movement is even required. Just like a slight in and out can just be like a whoa to the universe. So keep that in mind because you don't need to freak out the person who's receiving. And you don't need to freak yourself out if you're being the one giving it to like, oh my God, I just got pooped on. Yeah, maybe you got pooped on, deal with it. <laughs> so, so what are some things that we need to remember? We need to remember that the anus pushes things out. We need to remember to use lube. We need to remember hygiene. And we need to remember that if you're going to use toys, keep the toys small at first. Make sure they have something that you can hold on to to grasp, pull out the toy because you don't want those toys lost in there. Plus they're an investment. You just don't want to lose them, but you don't want them lost in there because who wants to go to the hospital and have whatever you stuck in your anus end up in that box that I'm sure the doctors all have lying around the box of lost in the butt items. So I don't think you want your stuff to be in there. I just don't. So make sure that you are uh, taking care of those, those things in particular. And remember to have conversation with your partner first too. Like, hey, I've been curious about trying something different. We've never tried this. What do you think about having some anal play? And if your partner's like, no, be like, okay. So if anal play doesn't work for you, what about like, I'm not asking you to stick your penis in me or your fingers in me, but what about a butt plug? And they might be okay with that. So it's getting it to a place where there's some negotiation possible. And for some people, anal play of all kinds is their absolute no zone. And if you can just honor that about your lover, if that's their absolute no zone, then know that. If, if it's something that you absolutely require in your relationship, it's like vitamins for you. And if you don't have it, you're just gonna, you're just gonna die then there's going to need to be either some negotiation or reevaluation going on if, um, you know, if that just doesn't work for you. If, though, um, you're both in the maybe zone, then there's some room for play and discussion and creation and looking at what you can create together in terms of what you'd like to do for the play, what kind of toys you'd like, what kind of lube you'd like, what kind of environment in, you'd like to create for this. It's nice to create a, a relaxing environment for this as well, because 
we're trying to relax the body into receiving and we're trying to get the body to not be afraid and be all tensed up, right? You need the body to relax enough to actually let in something anally. I know it sounds so weird, especially if this is new to you. It's not. And yes, there are things you want to be aware of. If somebody has like hemorrhoids, be aware that that can be painful. If somebody's had surgery in the area, if they've had a prostate removed, maybe a little uncomfortable, depends on how old it is. There might be scar tissue there. Things to just be aware of, right? So conversation is super helpful for anything in sex. Always, it's my number one go-to, have a conversation, discuss these things, and kind of discuss some of the things, especially if you're afraid of it, discuss these things in advance so that you can have kind of a plan that you're working with. Like if you're really afraid to do this, but you actually really would like to do it because it's very exciting, but very like scared at the same time, have that conversation. Just like, okay, I need a safe word. I need to be able to tell you when this is too much. And having that in play always is great. And the typical ones to use are the stoplight colors, red, yellow, green. And if the stoplight colors are working for you, awesome. Then your lover will know, ah, okay, stoplight colors. I just can't, uh, I need, when they give you red or you give them red, they know to stop. And for the person gifting too, it can be, the anus is a pretty strong muscle and it can be a bit tiring on an, on an arm or whatever. So if you're like fisting or you're fingering, it can be like a bit of work on an arm. So you're going to want to, you know, maybe invite toys into that play. It's, um, it's one of those things to just notice, notice if you as the gifter are tired or if the person receiving is tired and honor those things as well. It's not going to be the same kind of orgasm necessarily as you would have when you're having other kinds of penetration. And, and at the same time, you can stimulate the genitals and stimulate the anus at the same time. You can do both. There's like, for women, it would be like a, a triple effect, right? You can go clitoral, vaginal, anal at the same time. And there are toys that will do triple action stimulation. And for men, you can, you can be stroking the penis and stimulating the anus at the same time. You can give a blowjob while stimulating the anus at the same time. Lots of variety to play with, right? Don't get bored. Sex should not be boring. Sex should be fun, exciting and enticing and have you like looking for more. So I don't know what my topic is next week, but it's going to be fun, kids. So I'll let you know. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.